Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Insomnia Project, the holiday episodes. Of course, it wouldn't be the holidays if we didn't celebrate Hanukkah. And we're celebrating it on the last day of Hanukkah with a very good friend of mine. We've mentioned him before. We've tried to get him in the po- in, on the podcast. And I was able to get a microphone to him. But his mic is being a little bit testy. And I'm using a different mic because for some reason our mics weren't talking to us to each other so i welcome my good friend jeff ironi to the podcast marco i just want to say i'm very thankful to be here super super excited i'm so grateful to have you on the podcast to talk about hanukkah jeff thank you for coming on the show and talking to us about hanukkah so tell me what are your hanukkah memories so being that I'm a good Jew and one that does not like chocolate, um, one of the things that you always got when you were younger is Hanukkah gelt. Hanukkah gelt, gelt meaning money, Yes. is, you know, you remember those gold coins that were like it's foil, but it's wrapped, the chocolate is wrapped inside? Sure. So whenever you play the dreidel game, right? And I would win because, you know, I either cheated or, you know, I was just good at it, which that I don't remember. I always had a letdown because I would win. I'm like, I don't eat this stuff. Oh, you would win chocolate, right? Win chocolates. I'm like, I don't know. I was thinking like, give me a gaming system, get whatever. Sure. I get, I get chocolate. Okay. So, uh, fun, you know what though, all, what I do love and what I do remember uh, my grandparents, my two grandmothers who both passed, they were, one was an incredible baker. The other one was an incredible chef and baker. So okay, they would so who, make. Who was the incredible baker? What was her name? Booby Rose, my mother's want, mother. We want to honor her, Booby Rose. So tell me Bo- about Booby Rose, what memories you have with her. Booby Rose was always prim and proper, came from a very, very affluent family here in Toronto. We're local Torontonians, born and raised. They lived all around the Bathurst-Eglinton area and then Harvard Street, Markham Street. Which is and not far from me, actually, where I no, am. No, it's not. It's not. So my um, my uncles and aunts, you know, they all grew up in that area. One was a schmutta seller, which basically clothes, you know, clothes and um, purses and stuff like that. Another sure. one was into fruits and vegetables. One, you know, one uncle was, he was the king of produce. He was the one that decided 
what grocery stores got what fruits and vegetables and came into Canada. Sure. So, so going back to Booby Rose, sorry, yes. that's one of the one of the brothers and sisters. That's her sphere, right? That's Booby that's Rose. That's the sphere of influence. So Booby Rose was the best baker ever. So she would make all these treats at Hanukkah. And my brother and I used to fight over apple squares. So it was like an apple pie, but in a rectangle dish. Okay. And we fought over the two middles. So back in the day when we were kids, we didn't realize that if you just cut off the crust, you have a middle. It was a bloodbath for these two middles okay. always. Now I'm just going to so remind you, boogie. I'm going to remind you, this is a podcast to let people chill. So if we can avoid using phrases like bloodbath and you know, I'm going back to my Zen moment and okay. I apologize. No, it's all using good. Those terms. It's all I'll good. never use that again. I know that you and your brother in particular, when you were little, had a bit of a tumultuous kind of brother, brother rivalry. Did you not? Well, if you consider him pretending to be Superman flying through a closed door and that door jammed into my wall before he beat the snot out of me, tumultuous, then yes. Okay. Okay. So back to the apple squares and your Bubby yes. Rose. Okay. Yes. So Bubby Rose was a firecracker Friday okay. nights, apple squares. We just, we were so excited about it. And then my Safta Nechama, Safta also means grandmother. This is your other side. Here. My other side. Okay. She was the baker of bakers. She okay. made the best Hanukkah treats, sufganiyot, which are basically jelly-filled donuts. Yes. And the day she made them, we would covet and stand around and just stare and watch her fry and then dust with the icing sugar. It was just heavenly. But heaven forbid you didn't eat those donuts on the first day. Oh, on the first day of Hanukkah? On the, no, on the first day that she made them. I see. She made okay. them every day, every okay. day during Hanukkah. They became doorstops. I see. They were like lead balloons. <laughs> But delicious lead balloons. Okay. And I'm sorry, okay. this grandmother's name, I didn't catch it. Nechama. Nechama. Perfect. You did close it enough, close on, enough. The first, on the first stretch. <laughs> I'll say this. Jeff, you're the first person I ever uh, got to celebrate a Seder with or enjoy a Seder with. And I've had Hanukkah or I've celebrated Hanukkah at your house. Yes. Uh, all the days. The first day. And then, you know, other years I've come on yes. the second or the third day, but I've celebrated, I feel like I've celebrated all eight days. You have. And just remember, you're still number one in our hearts. Even Thank if you. it was on the third day, it doesn't Thank matter. Thank you. I love it. So, yeah. And now the other thing Nahama did, she was a, a latka maker. Oh, I love latkas. Shredding the potatoes. Yes. Every morning, like the night before into the morning, she would work like probably till three, four in the morning. Wow. And the next morning, drying out the potatoes, they were all drying out. She would put it all together and fry those bad boys. Right. It was, I know we're supposed to be chilling, but it's right. getting, you know. Sure. So hopefully today we'll have, uh, think of my, my grandparents as I uh, munch on those things. So Jeff, then it begs the question, with your latkes, do you like applesauce? or sour cream? That's a very, very good and poignant question. Right. So I personally feel that applesauce is the only way to go. Oh, I see. Sour cream is European. Okay. And although I found out I'm quarter Russian, 
let that sink in. Okay. I still feel that sour cream is not the way to go. Okay. I, I just, I'm against it. Please enjoy. I don't judge. I'm inclusive. Sure, sure. But applesauce, by far the salty, sweet mixture, heavenly. Now, your dad, Isaac, is from Israel. Born and raised. Born and raised. Where your mom was from Canada. Yes. Right? Very, very Canadianized. So let me ask you this. Um, Did they celebrate Hanukkah differently? How did they come together and celebrate their Hanukkah? Because Paula, so, I, I mean, I know Isaac, I I knew Paula, and they're both two of the most delightful people, but they're both strong-headed. So I'm just curious, <laughs> did they have different traditions? Is it, I mean, that's fair to say, isn't it, Jeff? I say it with that's all love That's an understatement. It's an understatement. Um, <laughs> yes. So first thing they did differently was, in Israel, you celebrate for seven days. Not eight? In no. Oh. And here you celebrate for eight days. So that right there was different. Um, my mother came from a very, well, let's say an upper middle class background. Sure. So they probably, instead of getting Hanukkah gelt chocolates, they probably got gold bars. I don't know. I'm joking. Okay. Um, <laughs> and my father from Israel, they were farmers. And, um, you know, they, it was more just, Whatever they could, so they were big jokers. This is, I think, where I get yeah. my humor from. Yeah. And they would play pranks on their parents, grandparents, and torment them. So, you know, Hanukkah is, is a fun, jovial holiday, right? right? And I mean, it all began with, um, you know, it, it, it was basically about having only a certain amount of oil to light candles for light. And when, when, uh, you know, a group of Jews were stuck and they were told you can't light candles and all that, they had enough oil to light a candle and it lasted for eight nights. Hence eight crazy nights. I believe it was lamps, oil lamps, right? Correct. Lamps. Because my apologies. No, no. Listen, I I don't mean to school you or to, you know, uh, Hanukkah explain you here. (laughs) (laughs) Because you, just for the record, you are more Jewish than I am, but I respect that. It's a joke that we have that Jeff is more Italian than I am uh, because we both gravitate to each other's cultures quite, quite closely. Um, And, you know, one of my favorite trips, I've mentioned it on the episode on the, on the podcast is Israel. And I I would love to go back to Israel with you. Yes. All right, Jeff, you've mentioned this earlier, the dreidel. Can you tell our listeners what the dreidel is, how the dreidel works? And uh, what your technique is to to win when you're spinning that dreidel. So first things first, before you spin a dreidel, okay, you, you got to lick your index finger and your thumb. This is your tip. This isn't what what Jews do all you, over the world. It's, no, it's, of oh, course okay, not. Okay, okay, it's okay. not what Jews okay. do. I mean, they don't have those techniques like okay. I do. Right. Just so it's a little bit damp. Okay. And you grab the tip of that dreidel. So you, so you can get a grip, right? Because if your fingers are dry, you can't get a grip. So when you hold it straight up, I always go on a slight 10, percent, 10, 10 degree angle. Okay. And with the elbow, you get that force in and you spin that puppy. Okay. And basically the, the game, it's so each letter represents something else. So it's Nes Gadol Hayasham in Hebrew is a big blessing happened here. A big, oh. you know, 
right? So Ness, uh, blessing or, or miracle. Mm-hmm. Gadol, big. Haya, happen. Sham, there. So, you know, in order to win the game, you have to get all the letters, right? So when you spin, you have to hit all the letters. Now, <clears throat> sometimes one of the tricks, don't tell anybody this, draw attention away from the dreidel as it's spinning. And then you just dink, you click it, right? So it right. just kind of falls down. That's that's just if you are in a heated battle. I see, I so, see. So here we're not in a heated battle. We're just talking about general, relax. You get the arm into it and you make sure your fingers just damp a little. Okay. And, and give there it a spin. you go. And the dreidel is like a clay top, right? A spinning top. Is that correct? Or So the proper ones are. Oh. And there's okay. even a song about it. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. You and I can play. There you go. Right? Yeah. So the proper ones, like they come in clay. Sure. Wood, plastic. The people that don't know, they get the plastic one. Sure. Okay. But clay has that. Oh, so you're extra. a bit of a, it's safe to say you're a dreidel purist. Always. So you have a clay dreidel that your sons would spin. So in the off season, when we're not um, playing hot and heavy with the dreidel, I have in a special carrying case felt inside. So no oh, edges wonderful. get damaged. So it's nice and protected. But yes, my, my kids would play with that seldomly. I mean, okay. that is for the supreme ruler, which is myself in the house. Okay. So wait, when you refer to the off season, do you mean that every every day other than the eight days of Hanukkah is the off season? 100%. Okay. Jeff's also a big sports fan, so so clearly he's making these kind of references. All right, Jeff. Well, we also go into off-season training for the fingers. Let me ask you this. So we talked about your grandmothers, mm-hmm. and we talked a bit about Paula and Isaac, your parents. But mm-hmm. how, would, how would you celebrate Hanukkah as a kid versus how do you celebrate Hanukkah as an adult with your kids? Have you brought any traditions over or have you created any traditions of your own? That's a beautiful question. So as a kid, we always had lots of families over and we all had the latkes and, you know, the sufganiyat and dinners and kids playing. And, you know, my dad is a a big joker. So when he was younger, he used to have games and jokes and all these different things that we would do. So it was just always a big laugh, a big fun time. And, you know, now as we gotten, we've gotten older, we still try to have the fun, the games, the jokes, all of that stuff. But the problems become, you shouldn't eat this because it'll make you fat. You shouldn't oh, do see. that. Okay. Right. So we try and avoid and we don't label in our house. We try okay. and make it an inclusive Hanukkah. Right. Uh, but it's not as intensive as it used to be. Like we still light the candles and do the prayers and the songs. Um, But we still make it as fun as possible and, and um, you know, lighting the candles and so forth. Amazing. So it does the prayer accompany the lighting of the candles? Yes. Okay. And it's, it's the same prayer each night or is it a different prayer? No, it's the same one each night. And then you have the songs after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all about the lighting and a very important fact to know yes. when lighting the menorah for the menorah to be legitimate, it has oh. to have 
seven leveled candles and one a little bit higher, the shemesh. Right. Okay. Otherwise, it's not kosher. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So, so what, what does the shemesh represent? Basically, it's the leader. It's the one that that light you light always with the shemesh. Always, okay. you can't just you know pick, you know how on birthday cakes you pick up a candle, burn the bottom, and you sure. uh, okay. Otherwise, um, so you you know, and then the other thing is when you light them, you cannot blow them out. You have to wait until they're done, and then you know the candles are over. You can't just if you have to leave the house and blow them out very bad oh i see so you have to wait till it it extinguishes itself or it gets to 100 percent. okay yeah so it's just you know it's what i love about it it's like christmas for you mm -hmm. it's all about family sure. it's about love it's about being together and enjoying each other's company that's what this this whole holiday is about you know it's mm -hmm. a miracle happened and you know we continue it's it's a blessing for us to continue this tradition so my kids and my wife and I, we get together. My father does the lighting of the candles and uh, we sing along and then we eat like pigs. That's wonderful. That's that's wonderful. It's a wonderful holiday celebration around this mm -hmm. time of year, right? You know, we're doing our best to say happy holidays. Some of our episodes, we veer into Christmas because that's my experience. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm so grateful to have you on to tell us about the traditions of Hanukkah and how you celebrate. Um, thank Love you for it. that, Jeff. Uh, so Jeff, Apart from Hanukkah and, you know, all your knowledge that you shared with us today, you are also the person I know who loves Christmas movies more <laughs> more than anyone else. Yes, actually. Um, <clears throat> so in the old days, as mm -hmm. of uh, prior to uh, August of last year, in my car, I used to have just CHFI, wherever. I, I was the first one. As soon as they started playing Christmas songs. Right. The party's on. That's my favorite. So I love Christmas. So I would have the Christmas tunes on. Now I have Spotify, right? I've moved up right. in the world with technology. So I have my Christmas list. But to me, one of the most joyous, joyous occasions is Hanukkah and Christmas. Right. And it's not because of the religious aspects. For me, it's about family. It's about being together, sure. getting rid of all the other noise and just enjoying ourselves having a meal, hanging out, watching Christmas movies. I've been watching the Christmas movies uh, on W. Wow, it's, since since they began. So for our international listeners, uh, Jeff is uh, noting several local television and radio stations here on the podcast, but I'm sure you figured that out as uh, Jeff Jeff continues to, to bring us to those things. So Jeff, <laughs> all right. Jeff, you're a lover of Hanukkah. You're a lover mm -hmm. of Christmas. I think you're also a lover of December and the holidays. Is that safe to say? Uh, it is absolutely safe to say. I think it's the greatest month. You're a hockey player. You're someone who enjoys the outdoors and winter. And it should be noted that your birthday's in December, much like mine. Absolutely. So I want to wish you a happy birthday, a happy Thank Hanukkah. You. Um, a Merry Christmas, because I know you celebrate it with your family because your wife is Christian you, as well, friend. right? Yep, What's, same to you. What is, okay, as a Jewish person, what is your favorite aspect of celebrating Christmas in your household? And how does that work, having the two holidays kind of side by side during this holiday season? So we've been 
it, it well we've been fortunate because there's been a few years previously where they kind of coincide so we you know it's all together right what i love about it is or or the experience that i've had is you know you get into the mode of relaxation doesn't matter what's happened your whole year you know it's hanukkah then christmas and the birthdays and it's, you know you're going to see family you're going to be able to just sit around and enjoy yourself it's just it's the most magical time and you know sure. hopefully it'll be a little snow outside and then you realize i don't have to be anywhere and i can just enjoy that to me is the essence of christmas just seeing my beautiful kids smiling at me doting on me sure. for about two minutes until they go play their gaming systems right it's a great two minutes though right right now Jeff, is there anything that you do that is not Hanukkah or Christmas specific during the holidays that you'd like to share with our listeners? Is there something that you drink? Is there something that you do? Do you read a book and nestle in a in a blanket? Um, wow, nestle in a blanket. <laughs> That's so great. Well, because uh, it, sh- it, sh- it should be noted that in Jeff's house, there's a lot of crooks, comfortable crooks in his mm-hmm. couch, in yes. the living room. There's a lot of things to sit on and, and there's a lot of blankets at a, at like a, an arms. Because you like you like a cold house Absolutely. and your wife, Nadine, <laughs> likes to be warm. It's got to be a meat locker. Otherwise, things spoil. Right. right? right. So it's got to stay fresh. No, there, there, was a, there was a time where you needed things cold because of a, of a condition that you had. And, and so your, your home was cold for you, but it was warm for your wife in other ways. Yeah. You know what? It was. So I always like a cold house. There's no question. About right. it. I find scientifically you sleep better. That's just for our friends here who are trying to sleep. Sure. Maybe, maybe lower the temperature a couple degrees. Okay. Okay. Just saying. Right. But uh, it's over the holidays, I love to get into one of the crooks, Yeah. put on a blanket, put a pillow under my head. Hopefully my wife will scratch my back. I don't know. Sure. And uh, take a little nappy nap because throughout the year, I'm never able to do that. Right. So that is one of the most important things over the holidays. Um, other than that, I think it's just not running. Right. Just taking it easy, slowing down. You know, enjoying myself and then doing lots of Amazon shopping. Amazon, you know, one of the greatest retailers known to man. And Amazing. Women. There you go. Well, Jeff, listen, thank you for all your tips, all your insight. We wish you a lot of love and light. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. Marco, I just want to say thank you so much for, for having me on. And um, it was beautiful. And I just hope I was able to share some thoughts and, and shed some light on this wonderful occasion. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great have a great rest of your day. And for everyone else, thank you for listening. We hope you were able to listen, lay back, nap like Jeff likes to do, and enjoy. <laughs>